Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. Today we have part two of our conversation with Marvin Guayanay. Excited again to share his stories with you, so let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Granby-Banco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I'm the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Equals H exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And we want to do this podcast to be able to communicate to our dear listeners, supporters, church partners, friends, and everyone else that wants to hear about it, about what is going on with the ministry of Equals H here in Ecuador. And I am so happy to have Marvin Guayanay back for part two this Yay. morning. Last week, we got to hear uh, a, the beginning of his story. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now we're, we left off, I think on your first day, uh, at your new private school, Francis Bacon, because (laughs) Pastor Fabian, um, saw the, saw the potential, knew that it's one, we have always said in, in this program that we want the ministry sites, we want churches, we want those who know to make the decisions of how to divide up resources and finance. And if it, is more beneficial to spend uh, that it's not equal and even across the board. We yeah. want to be um, we want to be loving and engaged. Uh-huh. And sometimes all somebody needs is five dollars, and somebody else needs fifty five, mm-hmm. and it's going to make an incredible difference in their lives. And it doesn't have to be. Have, there's a, a sermon that I heard on this one that talks about get that lunch lady out of your head the lunch lady that says that you can't have another brownie because if you can't do it for everybody you can't do it for anyone and get that lunch lady out of your head just instead of being focused on being fair and if you can see my fingers doing the bunny rabbit (laughs) like quotations around fair try not to be don't worry about being fair worried about being engaged which is really important and um we were talking, and we always talk about relationship in this podcast. I don't know what's with that, but <laughs> so we strange. always talk about it. <laughs> Last time, we were talking about the relationship that you both had with each other, but we that you also had with the ministry side of, of Carmen Bajo. Within that relationship, um, we were able to see many people taking that lunch lady out of their, <laughs> you know, out of their minds and doing what is necessary. That is the result of Marvin's life. Say hi, Marvin. You haven't said hi again. Hi again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for inviting me to second day to say. Of course. Hi. Sometimes the stories are so important and so um, rich to to share that we have to do more than one episode. Here, here. Right. Um, so within that relationship, guys, I want you to tell me how did that became something bigger. You were just telling us the last episode. We we ended the the story when you were telling us about your first day going from a public school to a private school and then learning like this is something new, this is something different, and it will take most of me. Also, something really important is that you said you realized that you had the talent, but you didn't want to use it before. And this time, um, in order to be accepted and to be someone there to keep up with the rest of people, you wanted to do it. What was it? What was the talent that you knew you had, but you didn't want to use before? Uh, 
was he's smart. Let he's me just smart. tell you, he's smart. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Wow. To, it's hard for him to say that, but I can say that. Was was easier for me to learn new things. Okay, it was very fast. easy, fast. Yeah, wow. it was the talent fast, <laughs> and memorize some things like faster. I'm yeah. really, really not shocked because it's new, <laughs> but I'm really, I have always admired people like you that have a good working brain in order to like keep all the, the information to bring it to a point. Um, it, but I wanted to know also in that process, um, maybe years later, but you said you wanted, since the day, first day you came there, you wanted to be part of something and wanted to show and wanted to like, you know, commit to everything to actually do something from that. When was the time that you said, I want to go to college too? Uh, the last year. Yeah. My, uh, my teacher was planning a, a travel to go to the, uh, was it Galapagos? Uh -huh. Or say for the, so. for, the, for the finish of the, uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. the yeah, uh, uh, end of school trip. Yes. Class trip. Like that. And, but was, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. For many things I did, didn't remember. Uh, but the, that was the point that the teachers say, next year. And I say, next year? This is the last year. And, uh, and the travel was, uh, was just the motivation, but it's not the real one. Yeah. Because all my, my friends uh, were going to the, the college, to the... High school to high school, okay. And in the same in the same school mm -hmm. because they had. Oh, you're talking school. about the end of junior high, starting high school. You're talking between eighth and ninth grade. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and all of them were going to the next year, and we're going to planning what would happen in the next year, uh, and I was asking to God, where's the plan? Uh huh. For me, and, and did you think that you weren't gonna go to school after eighth grade? I think I th w was what I thought. Oh. Yeah. You thought that that was it? Like yeah. doing this yeah, was, yeah. was well, it? Was it. Okay, because great. my mom was just the, the end. My father was the same. And all, all the people in my family was the same. They what just stopped at eighth grade and that was yeah. the end. Mm -hmm. What about your older brothers? Uh, they were not studying yeah, they didn't until, until I started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so it was... You and, were the first one. And I do family. have to say that part of this is because Francis Bacon has two campuses. Yep. So you're on eighth grade, you're on one campus. Uh -huh. And when you go to ninth grade, it's another 10 blocks, 12 blocks away mm -hmm. um, okay. in the same neighborhood. But from where Marvin lived, I mean, that was might as well have been a Mars. Yeah. Like, you, you don't go that far. Wow. And to understand that he could actually go to ninth grade, he could go to high school. How was it when you started high school? Nice. It was, was a new word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To uh, first was uh, wake up early at the morning. More. Because what time did you have to be in school? Uh, seven. You had to be in your seat at seven. What time did you have to leave your house? Uh, when I wake up at uh, five, uh -huh. and I left home six. And you walked. And I walked, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. To be in uh, a school at uh, 6.30. Wow. After yeah. classes start. Before classes start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before, yeah. That's... Yeah. I'm, I, everything is coming to make a sense in my mind right now. Um, and then at what point of high school did you realize that you wanted to go to university? And what did you want it to do? 
because I, I see many, many um, kids around the program that they say, like, I definitely want to do this so that I can get a job. Um, but some of them, like, in the first years of high school, start to realize what they truly like and say, like, I want to be a doctor. How is that you decided that you wanted to do what you actually did? And what did you actually do at university? Uh, well, uh, I, I have to go back with talking with my church mm -hmm. about my church because it was the same process. I was mm -hmm. studying, but I also going to be part to the church. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been in the, in the youth program mm -hmm. with the leaderships in there, with the pastor Fabian, with the people that was le leadership in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was in my third grade and on high school, uh, I accept Christ in my heart. Mm -hmm. I was a camp. Uh, I went to a camp on outside of Quito, and uh, people ask me about to uh, perdonar, for, forgive, 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 uh -huh. forgive my mom, and I do. I did. I accept to 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 do that and uh, forgive my mom and invite Christ to come to my heart. And it was, was my third grade on, on the high school. And I say, How old I, were you then? Uh, maybe 13, 14, 14 uh -huh. because I was one year later. So this is ninth or 10th grade. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and yeah, at that point, I decided to uh, give my life to serve others uh -huh. because all my friends had a, the similar situations has me um, like uh, father is not at home uh -huh. or maybe things like that and I decide to to continue with my studies because I I, I want to do something for them uh -huh. for the people that had the same problems than me and I was not completely healed yeah. Mm -hmm. None but, of us are, right? No. <laughs> no. Had, it's a journey. We keep going. Yeah. And then uh, I feel that I can do something with my talent. Mm. That's yeah. really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Because at that point, I, I start to read my Bible and I memorize so fast the, the things that say. And God says something to my, to my life all the day because I read in the morning and all the day I remember that. Uh, that word that I read uh -huh. and something like that and all the day and that was easier and I can do it something with this mm. and then uh, many people had a talent on my church about the music about the some things like that and I decided to be in a music one mm -hmm. but I know it was easier for me for many reasons uh, and then I decided to study engineer uh, but no it wasn't the thir third grade wasn't after that. That's super and 10th, cool. 11th, 12th. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's step back a little bit. Um, Carmen Bajo is the perfect scenario yes. to talk about <laughs> the relationship that we have seen. Cameron, it has never been intentional in the sense of forcing people from the program to graduate and then give back. Sure. Right? right. It has never been like that. Correct. But we have seen, and that was one of the things that really impacted my life when I went to Carmen Bajo and I saw you. Part of the program you were a little kid there, and, and, and they were like, many people in, in leadership were investing in little kids. Mm 
And all these kids could see the example of not just you, but many others that were like growing. And when they grew, they said like, I want to give back. And we have never forced that. It just has happened. And it's not the first ministry side, but it's one of the most evident ones hmm. that you have received. And something in your inside of you makes you feel called to actually give back. And not just give back in the sense like, I'm going to make money and I'm going <laughs> to give back. I'm going to be a part of the story, as you said it super well. I want to be part of the, someone else's life that has a story similar to mine a circumstance that can be as hard as mine, and I want to be part of that. What can you tell me about it, Cameron? I just get super emotional when I see that because I, I feel many people are very prone to receive, uh -huh. not to heal, as Narvin is saying. They're just prone to receive, mm -hmm. and that's it. There's something really special about the Carmen Bajo culture, um, and, and that goes to leadership. Absolutely. Um, Fabian and Grace are really special people as well. There is that sense of family, and of course you're going to care for your own. Like, it just <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you not? Yeah. And I remember having several conversations with Marvin along the years of um, when he did graduate valedictorian of his high school <laughs> and when he was accepted to university, and there was an incredible incredible man, Brad, Brad Keller, incredible woman, his wife, Cindy Keller, Brad and Cindy, huge, huge shout out, Keller. Brad Keller, Brad and Cindy Keller. They saw Marvin when he was about nine or 10. I mean, yeah. it was one of the early on times and he pulled me aside and he was like, if Marvin ever wants to go to college, you let me know. Wow. You know, and he's 10 at this point. I'm like, okay, Brad, great. Because, I mean, you're used wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people come down on teams. Uh -huh. And sometimes people make um, decisions or proclamations uh -huh. or offer things like that. Even commitments. They make uh -huh. commitments that either they're not able to continue or something happens over the, the, the transcourse of time. Yeah. Um, but Brad and Cindy... Um, God has got a firm hold on their lives and their generosity to Marvin and to all sorts of other, I mean, they're deeply involved in Carmen Bajo and Casa Gabriel and my life personally, they've been a huge support. Um, but that, that he would say that, um, I got myself distracted from <laughs> talking how wonderful Brad and Cindy was, but that, so that family, that concept that Why would you not? Oh, that's what I was going to say. I remember having conversations with you of Marvin, you being nervous about people. Like, what are people going to think? Like, mm -hmm. why me? Mm -hmm. Why right. do I'm, I'm so excited for this, but why do I get to have this? Mm -hmm. And I mean, having to, to navigate that social reality at Carmen Baco of there's incredible need. I was there yesterday, had um, an incredible time with Raquel, Pastor Fabian's pastor, I'm mixing my English and Spanish pronunciation, Pastor Fabian's daughter, who is now a sociologist, and they've just spent a year studying all the ministries that have happened, and we hope to have her on the podcast sometime soon. But I was just there yesterday, and 20% of the, the young people at Kermabaco are still living in extreme poverty. I mean, they are still wondering if they're going to eat. Um, and, and it used to be a much bigger number. Absolutely. Um, and I don't think Marvin ever worried about if he was going to eat the next day, but there were lots of, um, really hard decisions that had to be made because it was just your dad trying to take care of the four of you. And there's the physical, uh, 
lack of resources, but that emotional lack of, you know, your dad wasn't around. And you've already said, because he was doing the very, very best he could, um, but you've already said that Carmen Bajo provided that family. So of, of, of course you're going to continue to pour back in. And I remember having thousands of conversations with you mm, about yeah. the different ways and the different leadership positions that you <laughs> held. And, <laughs> and then I'm kind of to blame for him not having a leadership position in Carmen Bajo currently. <laughs> That's because I used to put Marvin and Edison on the bus with me when we had teams. I'd be like, hey, let's go spend the day. I've got this team. I've got to go to these churches in the South. You want to come with me? Oh, yeah. And sure. and, and they, uh, I mean, from little kid, they, before they were translators, before they yeah. spoke English, they were my, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were my family. And we would go do mission together. We'd go do ministry together and go do construction and VBS and stuff like that. And yeah. then he met some fantastic young woman who's in one of the churches down there that makes me super happy because I'm still connected, but it's not actually connected to Carmen Bajo. So <laughs> he's a, she, the two of them have leadership positions in, yeah. in that congregation. Yeah. Well, sorry, what, Fabian. Sorry. Fabian. <laughs> yes. I'm, I am sorry. Uh, the thing is that we have able, been able to see something that is really important is to mention that it's not just about uh, being part of something and, and giving back It's actually of, responding to God's call to your personal life. And that's something that I have seen in many people, in many cases, in all of our ministry sites. At some point, God called you not just to receive, but mm -hmm. also to give. Tell me, how was that? Uh, I I don't know what, what is the point exactly when I, I was called from God, or by God, but... Maybe, uh, sorry, was was through the pastor Fabian. Uh -huh. Every every dollar that that I receive, he he told me that uh, ten cents, it's from God. It's for God, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I learned all my life that. And when I was receiving love, I sa I say to me. Maybe ten um, percent of this is for God, mm. uh, for His kingdom. Mm. You know, and I I understand that all my life, and I was training that, and I continue training that to give other loves, or mm. uh, to give love to others. Uh -huh. You know, um, but uh, is is maybe is the reason. Wow, beautiful. That is. That's amazing. <laughs> Before we wrap up, can you tell us um, what did you decided to study in co in college? You were able to be part of one of the most important college in 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 that area of sound and music and all those things. You, it's a really good, huge school, and you were able to be part of one of their programs. What did you study study it there, and how did you decide that you wanted to do that? Uh, first day when I when I when I went to the camp. Uh, to the campus, I I was decided to study psychology. Oh yeah, was, that's was right. Was my fir yeah. first decision, and I I was decided. Uh, but uh, then uh, I walk I was walking with a woman from the from the Utla was my college. Um, Universidad de las Americas, Utla. <laughs> Utla, 
El futuro es hoy. Um, <laughs> I was walking on the on the campus and I said and I and I saw the uh, studio radio. Okay. Radio studios and record studios and all the microphones and, and guitars and many things that impact me. And I ask for the woman and I ask, I I ask the woman uh, what's the career that you can follow and I present me many many things and I come back to Cameron to to say the options that I have <laughs> and the decision and all the things that I, uh, but I ask God how I how I help how how I can help the people with this that I am deciding uh-huh. yeah and and the uh, and one one conversation that we had with Cameron, and she say, "You have, uh, you have the capacidad, ca- the, ability. the ability, the ability to love others, and mm-hmm. whatever thing that you decide, you can love others." And I decide to study acoustic and sound because I want to help the people that have talent but not have the opportunity to record something or to have a microphone or people that have the talent but not have the opportunities that I had. Mm -hmm. And it's because I decided that. That's really cool. Now (laughs) you are an engineer in acoustics and sound. Yes. And hired by the worldwide HTJB Christian radio station so that your gifts and talents and your ability to love people literally goes around the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. It's it's amazing to see like how the stories start and how they become. Um when when you are able to open your heart in humbleness to God and be ready to whatever he wants to do with you, he definitely does amazing and wonderful things. Hmm. You're here. I'll just give the the so Marvin did graduate valedictorian of high yeah. school. He did go to Udla. Brad and Cindy helped that whole process. Yeah, was... Half of it is uh, was a gift. Half of it is at some point Marvin is going to pay that back to them. Um, but what an incredible wow. opportunity that he had. And it was supposed to be five, five years. It was supposed to be 10 semesters. And something happened in the middle, and they changed the whole curriculum and all sorts of <laughs> Thing was, I'm pretty sure, illegal. But anyway, it's a fantastic university, and they tacked on a year. So it was a six-year uh, engineering, sound engineering mm-hmm. program at one of the top two universities in the country. Um, and last week, uh, Jorjito yes. Luis and Caroline Allen and I got to go with Marvin to pick up his diploma mm. and put on his cap and gown. There's been a, a video that Caroline did that I didn't even know she was doing, (laughs) uh, which was really fun about that. And he is officially graduated and he Mm. has uh, a job at HTJB radio. He also has another job with his brothers and cell phone repair. And with his English, he's uh, required to do all the uh, ordering from (laughs) around the world for all the parts to come in. Um, And so his, his success uh, Mm. impacts his family's success and, could not be happier or prouder. And I didn't cry, guys. You didn't cry. Um, I'm super excited. Thank you for being with us, Marvin. Something else that I want to mention is that you are part of our ministry, not just because you have received, but you, because you have popular, like, 
you know, put your hand up and say, I want to be part of this and I yeah. want to give back. So hopefully we're going to see more of that coming up. Um, thank you so much for being able to do that. And, and some people have already seen him because he translates for some of our virtual teams. Yes. You yes. might have met him on, uh, on screen that way. Yeah. He's going to work with us this summer. So if you want to meet the famous mm. Marvin Guayanai, you can come Please down this summer. Come. Yes, <laughs> just come. Thank you so much. This is this has been really, really important and so cool to be able to share the stories and be able to hear you telling all the stories and being able to witness once again what God can do and has done through Equals H. You're here. Thank you, Marvin. Thanks for being here. Thank you, I love very, you much. very much. If you would like to be a part of the Equals H team, you can go to educationwashope.org and find that Donut Now button. Um, what you are able to share, whether it is $10 or a million dollars. We don't want to put any limits on you. You feel free to donate whatever you can or whatever you feel called to, but you get to be a part of stories like Marvin and um, that that growth and that healing and that redemption and that beautiful life that is impacting so many around him. Thanks again, Marvin. We love you. We love you too. We're so thankful to God for all of our listeners and for you, Marvin. Thank you so much for being with us. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.